Hello, guys. This episode of Bumfuzzle is brought to you by the CTA Venture Card. When you're trying to get around Chicago, there's only one way to do it. No need carrying around cash or your credit card. Today, get your Venture Card. And the new Venture Cards are expiring. So if you had gotten a Venture Card in the last two years, uh, definitely stop at one of the many CTA Venture Card suppliers at any subway stop. Kapow, are you ready? Kapow, am I ready? I'm as ready as Grayson is to puke all over on a Wednesday night. Mm, baby. Mm-mm. Spoilers. Hold on, this is hilarious. No, I'm talking to Aaron. Oh, are you podcasting? I am, yeah. Do you want to be a guest? What? Okay. Welcome to Bum Puzzle. <laughs> my name is my name is VR Ziad. With me is a man who hasn't had a baby vomit on him, but neither really have I because my wife is taking the brunt of it, Aaron Kirby. Yeah, baby. Boom, baby. Yeah, so we're back at it again. We obviously had a hiccup, but I think this is either a Thursday or a Friday podcast. I think that if we record on Wednesdays, though, it gives us the insurance to at least get it out in the week. Doesn't that make sense? It makes sense. I remember when you and I were discussing this podcast many, many 14 episodes ago when we were like, when should we release it? And you brought up the idea that this is a this is a fun podcast. This is a good end of week podcast. Someone throws it in their earbuds on a Friday morning. They know they're going home for the weekend after work. It's a good fun podcast. I say it's a late in the week podcast. <clears throat> yeah, I feel like we hit our target demographic. Yeah, <laughs> because this is a live anyone, show. <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to put up with our bullshit on a Monday morning. No, it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, that's actually a good point. And then also, let's be honest, it lets the week divulge. Because if you were to have it on a Monday, you're typically over the uh, news from the week prior. So Exactly. And now you've had news all week that we mm-hmm. need to hear two fucking dummies comment. It's yeah. great. <laughs> two, two ill-informed idiots adding their 20 cents like it's important because Do it's recorded. Do you ever sit and then hear a news story and be like, man, I just wish that there was somebody out there who won't read this full article but will give his opinion. If there was only somebody in Chicago who would just half read articles and then give his opinions on, that would make for the perfect podcast. <laughs> That's how I like to go about things. <laughs> Half-baked opinions. Half-baked opinions. Half-baked Ben and Jerry's ice cream, one of the H- best ones they make. HBO. HBO, baby. Half-baked opinions. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right. So let me ask you this, Aaron Kirby. What are you doing? Dude, I... What are you doing? What are you doing? I've had a lot of weird things going on this week. I've been trying to get a promotion, but the biggest thing has happened in like the last one hour of my life. Yep. And it has something to do with what you are doing, but they have officially announced Super Smash Brothers for the Nintendo Switch. And I am excited for it. I'm very excited for it. Yeah. Yeah. And I wish you could be excited for it too. Yep, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. I do have a question for you. You're not really like an online video game guy, so do you see yourself 
combating people online because those Japanese are fucking killers at Smash Brothers, dude. No, dude. There's no there's no point in even playing. Like, that's part of the reason why I don't like online gaming. I like cooperative online gaming, but I don't like like matchmaking is because I just don't have enough time or patience to get good. Yeah. And even when they do like the matchmaking with people around your skill level, I'm also a pretty dumb gamer. So like on Rocket League, I'm an expert. But that's because I've played it for two fucking years. I do not play like an expert. I play like a semi-pro. Like I'm an idiot on the fucking court. But Smash Bros, no, that's just for friends, you know? That's just like I'll play right. I would play with you and I'd yeah. play one-on-one with you or my friend Dan Balance, but mm-hmm. Yeah, I just want to play it just because it's it's so fun. It's a fun game. You get yeah. to play as Kirby. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I remember when you and I played Fortnite, um, you you were definitely defeated pretty quickly. Like, yeah, this game is just fucking... Anytime I see somebody, I know they will kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm I like, have... oh, no, there's someone else. And Great. I have played Rocket League with you, and I will say this, and I still... I would play Rocket League with you every day if I could. But I will say that... There's been multiple occasions where I've had a straight line to the goal and I've been driving and you just come flying in behind <laughs> me and like knock me in one direction and the ball in the other. So it's the best way to play, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, just it's nuts the out. Best way to play. Nuts out, baby. It's hard for what are you doing because what I've been doing is we're going to talk about later in sports and I'm just like itching Hold to on. talk about. Jessica's interrupting again. What, what's up, honey? I Puking that's a placeholder. She's asking why our episode's called Puking How Babies. How can she see that? Because it's on my computer. Erin definitely she... is upset that you're interrupting. Sorry. No, no, no. I'm not upset she's interrupting. I'm upset that she is uh, not trusting the process. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Oh, She's I gone. You, I thought you said hun, so I was no, thinking no, no. Well, come on, hun. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah, so it's hard to say what am I doing because what I've been doing all week has been feverishly masturbating to something we're going to talk about later in sports. <laughs> and that's called a cliffhanger. <laughs> that's what we in the biz call a cliffhanger. Yeah, so we could talk about mine then. And what Aaron is definitely bitter about, but I am absolutely not, is ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, there has been a twist in the plot of BRC Yaz life. He has officially sold his Switch. He sold his Switch. Yes, he has. I still don't believe you did. I did. It didn't take long. We were sitting in the kitchen, and I forget what Jessica was talking about. And I was just like, how about this? I'll sell the Switch, and you'll get the money. And she went, what? And I was like, honey, think about it. I don't touch the thing. Whenever I play games, I like to sit on the couch. I plugged it into my television on the couch, had the HDMI. Hated that I had to unplug my PS4 to plug in the the Switch to play it. I don't want to be that guy that has to switch back and forth. I looked on Amazon. They had a $10 device to help me get the two. But I was like, you know what? Put this bitch on Facebook. Buy whatever. <laughs> like, let's get rid of this thing. How I'm did over you it. sell it? And how much did you sell it for? Oh, it took like a day. And how much if did you sell that, it for? I sold it for two seventy five with the game. That's not bad. Yeah. So $60 game, $300 device for two seventy five. dollars going to be Mario Tennis. And there's going to be the Kirby game coming out this month and Smash Bros. And you didn't even play Mario Odyssey. Dude, that controller sucks. It's fine when you play Mario Odyssey. It sucks when you play Zelda. Zelda, I think, is one of the most overrated games ever. (laughs) I have yet to... Whenever someone talks to me about Zelda and I bring up Zelda, I always say, 
how did you get over the weapons get being broken mid-fight? Like, how did you get over having to pause to replace your weapons, pause to heal? Like, how did you get over all those? And, dude, not even exaggerating, every single response I've ever gotten to that is, yeah. And that's it. So no one can justify it, but everyone swears up and down. It's like the best game ever. So I'm not following. As someone who went in playing Horizon Zero Dawn, Zelda does not touch Horizon Zero Dawn. See, that's what I need to get, is I need to get Horizon Zero Dawn. You need to get Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm having trouble getting into Assassin's Creed still. I might be trading in Assassin's Creed. Yeah, my buddy gifted me Dark Souls. Ooh. But I don't want to play it. I don't know if I will. I I wouldn't want to, but I mean, if... It's gifted. You might as well try it. I'm thinking yeah. of trading in uh, Zelda and uh, whatever the fuck game I was just talking about, Assassin's Creed, because I definitely, and we've talked about this before on the pod, <clears throat> I'm very excited for Far Cry. And yeah. I think it will be the first game where I buy like the the season's pass to it. I've never done that, especially at... I've done it before like when it's on sale, but I've never bought one going in on release day. So I think I'm going to do that because there's so much stuff that they're going to give you in a Far Cry. And Far Cry is a game where I can play forever, similar to a Grand Theft Auto, which there's rumors that they're going to do Grand Theft Auto 6, and it's going to be in Vice City, and that's going to be super fucking sweet. Dude, I, I would play the new Grand Theft Auto, and I'll even get it on PS4 so we can play together. Baby, 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 baby. Ooh-wee, ooh-wee. I wanted to tell you on a what are you doing a quest, or I wanted to tell you a story of something that happened at the gym. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, I'm going to do my you best not to give you... another old lady? The... Dude. Fuck that lady. Um, <laughs> I... Okay, so I was at the gym, and I'm. it's at the Y, and Ys are humongous. They always have, like, basketball courts, shit like that, and the hallway to the locker room and the indoor track goes around the basketball court and I go pretty early in the morning, like 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I go there and the first thing I do is I always go in the locker room and lock away my shit and put on my workout shoes and take out my headphones and go do it. And when I was walking to the locker room, I saw a guy who definitely wasn't European, like he wasn't white, like he definitely was some ethnicity. And he was playing basketball by himself. And what I mean by that was that he would stand like at the top of the key mm-hmm. and he would throw the basketball like he was fucking John Elway at the rim. And it, it would like always ricochet off and he'd sprint after it. And as I was walking, I saw him do it like twice. And I was like, this guy's like must be waiting for someone and fucking around. And then part of my workout this morning was I ran around the track a couple times. And this was like 35 minutes later. And I saw him still doing it. And then at the end of my workout, I w- walked to the locker room and he was still just fucking hucking that thing as hard as he could at the basketball hoop. And it would go flying. And I was like, okay, hey, maybe this guy like, cause this guy was like older than me and I'm yeah. 34. And I was like, maybe this guy isn't like from this country because he definitely looked like he could have been foreign. Mm-hmm. And I was like, maybe he just like, he thinks what this is. Like he's been doing this for an hour. And then we got into the locker room and a guy was like, how was your workout? And I didn't hear his name. And the guy like perfect, clear English was like, it was really good. I got some cardio in. And I was just like, what the fuck <laughs> is happening right now? Like, this is like normal. I don't understand at all. I can see like a 12 year old doing that. Yeah. But this guy was at least 36 years old. I love it. 
I love it. I enjoyed it. He sounds like Aaron Kirby at the gym. Oh, I can only imagine. I miss playing basketball, and by basketball, I mean throwing it as hard as I can at the rim. You just say one machine, right, the whole time? Me? Yeah. Depends upon what I'm doing. Yeah, because I I would be curious to see what you do in a circumstance when asked if someone asked if you could work in and if you're of the personality where you will work in with someone or you'll just go do something else. What is work? Oh, you mean like switch off? Yeah. Like if someone's using like a machine, like cables or something. Luckily I'm, I, I am able to work out. So I used to work from home. So I would work out in a time where the gym was completely bare, which was like 11 AM. It was the best. Mm -hmm. But now, uh, I have a gym at where I live. And it's never that full, so I never have to worry about that. Nice. I've had to do it in the past, and I let, I generally just be like, I'll just, you can fucking have it. I don't give a shit. I'll just yeah. do something else. In my experience, if I ask someone if I could work in, they usually just let me have it. So I've started doing it more aggressively. That's Aaron's. I don't give a fuck about this song. All right. Are you ready? <laughs> <laughs> are, are you ready to uh, turn in? Yeah, I'm ready to turn it in, baby. All right. If you did your homework, then say I did my homework. I did my homework. I did my homework. And if you did your homework, then say I did my homework. I did my homework. I did my homework. I wanna do a good job. All right. So I'm gonna let you go first, and then we'll have a big reveal as to why you're going first. <laughs> so. Our sweet, sweet Joey Joseph Muldoon, Uncle he's, Joey. He's a wonderful man, and I'm so happy he listens to our he's, podcast. I don't want to try and make you guys jealous, but he's probably our number one bum fuzzy. Ooh, Jimmy Ooh, Nips, though. Jimmy Nips is there. <laughs> Brian Pace is there. Maybe you guys should fight over us, or maybe you should listen to the contest we have later. But Joseph Muldoon told us to watch Dark. It is a German spooky, scary show. On Netflix, Joseph's beautiful wife, Fifi, is German herself. They met when he was in Germany doing German stuff. And so they watched it together. Scat porn. Scat porn. That's what Joey was doing. He was deployed. He had a four-year tour doing skit scatity, scat, scat, skit, scat, porn. So I started watching Dark. And let me tell you, somehow I found it interesting. And I say somehow because I have gotten through two episodes and fallen asleep three times while watching it. <laughs> and I'm not sure if it's like the fact that the English doesn't match the mouse because it's dubbed over, but it has a good plot and I get why people like it and Chelsea loves it. And I get like, it's kind of has like a stranger things vibe to it, but at the same time I haven't gone far enough into it to know exactly what's going on, but I definitely, it puts me to sleep and I don't know. And this is not to say it's a bad show, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I have fallen asleep on it four times. And the only time I decided to finally finish it was when I was on a 12-hour flight to Taiwan because I couldn't escape it. And I was like, you have to finish watching this because you have rented it four times. So maybe it's a really good show. I don't know. Every time I put it on, it makes but did me you like? But did you like Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 when you finally watched it? Or were you like, eh? Yeah, I liked it. I mean, it wasn't as good as the first one, but I thought it was fun. Did yeah. you like it? I never saw it. Oh. <laughs> I don't really like Marvel. Oh. I'm not a big Marvel guy. I don't follow them all, uh, mm-hmm. but Guardians of the Galaxy 1 was really good, and it has a former pro wrestler in it, and it has Chris Pratt in it, which that's just a recipe for me to watch a movie. You give me a wrestler, any old wrestler, and you give me Chris Pratt, I'll probably check it out. And then you have Baby Groot, 
and then you have that little raccoon guy. It's pretty fun. Yeah. My favorite thing that Chris Pratt has ever done is, I think it was an outtake of Parks and Rec, which if you guys haven't Googled um, Chris Pratt out Parks and Rec outtakes, oh you God. should. But he t- has one where he's like, he's is at the, the doctor Sharpie? and he talks about wiping his butt. And yes. he's like, it's like there's a black Sharpie in my butt. I was like, that's like the best description and I ever. just keep wiping it. <laughs> <laughs> and wiping it and he's the only one who keeps his face during the whole scene yeah i will say this if you guys like parks and rec i'm not a blooper guy but the parks and rec bloopers you can find on youtube are hysterical because it's everyone trying to make the other person laugh as hard as possible and they're also among the funniest people and the funniest actors in america it's good yeah it's a good show good show you should check it out if you're gonna watch any watch the chris uh chris pratt kim kardashian comeback story yep that's Blooper. a good one too it's like top 10 all time so um here's a big reveal uh what did you think of dark i think i got an f because i didn't watch dark and i apologize my son was sick i had to reschedule with aaron i just had a lot of shit going on we're trying to schedule interviews i'm sorry joey i am going to watch it and i will do a blip next week but i just can't deliver i fucked up i can't i don't know what else to say i just fucked up it's okay in high school i got an eye one time i'm not sure if you know that that exists but you can get an i instead of an f because i just means incomplete like i didn't get enough points to get an f so you got nice. an I. okay and speaking of guests guys we have a couple we're not going to announce them until we have them coming but uh we have two people we're working with right now potentially three that are very exciting I think you guys hold on to your butts because in the next month or so, we're going to have a couple really cool episodes drop. So keep, yeah, I think they're going to be enjoyable people that everyone's going to, that everyone's going to be excited to listen to. Um, You're going to go, what? how they get? What? Yeah. Not going to say any more than this, but I do often wonder how many people actually like baseball that listen to this podcast. Um, uh, yeah, but, and if you do like baseball, <laughs> we got one for you. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm do not we, sure if anybody who listens to this actually likes combat sports, but we got another. You might. And I don't know if anyone likes the president of the United States, but we got a third one also. Well, we know a guy <laughs> who knows a guy who slept with a girl who also <laughs> slept with the president of the United States. <laughs> and he has real, real insight. So dick you... is falling off. All right. Oh boy. Do you know who our, do you know what our homework is next? Do you have any homework that isn't here? Uh, I do not have any homework. I was actually, I have, I have some homework filed. I have homework for you. I have personal homework. I want to give to you. I would like you to read an article. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's, do, let's go back to us then because I don't want to do this one. <laughs> you don't want to do this one? I it was I saw it on the Oscars. All right. We can do it. I mean, I'm going to watch it eventually. Wait, is this the one that's boring? Yeah, I, I'm sure it's real boring. So The Ringer, which you turned me on to, The mm-hmm. Ringer Podcast Network and The Ringer website, yeah. they wrote a... Excuse me. A really wonderful. Yeah, God damn, I am mush mouth right now. Mm-hmm. A really wonderful article on Cody Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes. I thought I was gonna tag you in that. I'll read it, but I was like, I guarantee you'd love this because you talk about Cody Rhodes so much. I, he's one of my favorite wrestlers in the world. I think what he does is amazing. This is a really cool. Uh, and it, here's the thing: it's really long. Like That's even fine. even Chelsea went to bed, and I was like, give me like another ten minutes because I'm so deep into this. 
that I'm going to finish it. It's probably the longest thing I've read. Like, I'll listen to books on tape, but I don't read. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, give it 20, 25 minutes of reading. It's a really, really cool tale about what he's done and his exit from the WWE and the death of his father and how mm-hmm. that fuels him. It's And what he's doing now, which is changing the landscape of wrestling as a whole. And I want you to read it. I'll send you the link, except I'm sure you already have it. But if you guys want to read it, or I actually... There is a podcast called The Masked Man Show on the Ringer Podcast Network. If you guys want to tag along and listen to it today, about the first half of it was with the guy who wrote the article. The second half gets real fucking wrestle nerdy where they're previewing the next show. So you don't need to listen to it. But if you want to listen to the guy talk about it, it was a very good listen. I listened to it this morning after uh, reading it last night. Wonderful. Wonderful all around. One of the best pieces of writing. Wrestling doesn't get a lot of good journalism behind it. So when you have a good piece of writing... It's really worth checking out. Yeah, dude. And I'm going to do the same for you. So I have an article that I just read that I thought was incredibly thoughtful. And I don't know how big of a fan you are of the Players' Tribune, but I think it's just a really well done publication. Um, And I want you to read the one that was just recently written about uh, from Kevin Love, whereas everyone is going through something and it's about his battle with depression. And it's just fucking good. It's not that long either. I have been wanting to read that because I saw the Twitter response to it and it sounds very, very cool. And I'm all for mental health awareness. So that's awesome. Also, side note, did you read that Ichiro article that ESPN released? No. I'm going to send you, I'm going to send it. I'll read them both. I I mean, I'll take, I'll take a good read regardless. So, all right, sweet. I'm into it. Definitely. If you guys have more homework for us, we had homework. Sorry, Andrew P. But uh, Chris hates your fucking suggestion. I just don't want to watch Phantom Threat. Like, I know what's going to happen. You and I are going to get bored 30 minutes in, and then we're just going to talk about how bored we got. If you so guys it's like, love, how about this? If you guys love any of the best picture nominees for the Oscars, send them your way. Whichever one has the most sent our way, we will watch as homework. Fuck yeah. And I'll even rewatch some if I have to, because I've seen quite a few of them. I like trying to see as many best pictures as I can before the Oscars. So here's the thing I always wait till after. That's smart. And I then, get it. And then I and then I enjoy it. So like right now I'm like I hear all the analysis of it, and then I like kind of rank which one I want to see first. Yeah. And I will say the one I want to see first is that three billboards out of whatever Missouri. That fucking I I own it. I love it. it. Good. I love it. What do you think of the Shape of Water winning? Fuck that shit. (laughs) I thought Get Out should have won, but that's the only one I've seen. But Get Out's good. I love Dunkirk. I loved Lady Bird. Dunkirk. Lady Bird. Dude, Lady Bird, there's... Is it that a, good? Because I watched oh, the trailer man. and it just looks like a fucking super long dry fart. No, dude. It encapsulates how high schoolers think high school is important so well. Like how valuable their opinions are. Like it nails it. Like this girl's dating a guy... And with no context, I think this line will be great to hear because it just drives me insane. And that's what makes it so good is he just randomly drops. He's like, yeah, I don't really believe in the economy, but he's like this fucking rich kid. (laughs) So it's just like, (laughs) of course you could say shit like that. Yeah. All right. I'll give it a look because everyone says it's like the perfect movie. It's it. It's the best depiction of what I felt like in high school, that things mattered so much. 
so fucking much. Because it got it gave me the same feeling last year when Manchester at Sea or at the Sea, whatever it's called, with Casey Affleck. Yeah. Uh, like I watched that trailer so many times, but I was like, God, this looks fucking boring. <laughs> this yeah. It's like two and a half hours of fucking boredom. Mm-hmm. So if you like Lady Bird that much, I'll check it out. But yeah, guys, tweet at us or email us uh, what's your favorite movie that was nominated for Best Picture, and then the one that we get the most of, we will watch for next week's homework. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Seems like a good deal. Or I'll just finally get Aaron to watch Snowpiercer, because that movie fucking rocks. One day I will. <laughs> okay, cool. So why don't you get us paid? All right. We have bad news about getting us paid. Uh, you're in luck is out of luck. It's no longer a company. It's facing a couple lawsuits. I can't get into it s- s- too much. Uh, besides, uh, they were mistreating all the people that were peeing for him. It's a very touchy subject, and uh, we just don't want to go there anymore. So, everybody, if you've supported your luck and you like it, great. Uh, you're probably not going to be able to get their products anymore. Uh, but if anybody's listening who has a product, that's another thing we just said about the homework. Uh, email us at bumfuzzlepodcast at gmail.com. As you guys hear, we'll put literally anything on the air as long as the check don't bounce. Looking at you, Mayo Crate, as long as the check doesn't bounce. Oh, and we want we want advances. Yeah, and free stuff. I mean, come on. Like, Urine Luck was great. I have two dogs. Chris has two dogs. They didn't send us shit. Mayo Crate hooked it up, but their yeah. check bounced. And then Glug Buds, I used. It was fine. It was yeah. Fine. Dude, it's so... I mean, I don't want to get into it to scare anyone away, but it's just kind of an interesting time because all these, like, contract employers are just facing the wrath and... <sighs> yeah. Me too, it, dude. It's the Me Too movement. On it's ten, something. On yeah, dude, years. something. It's just, like, they need to do better. Like, it's it's so funny these millennials are, like, fucking getting, like, migrant workers, but they say they, like, don't believe... It's just so bizarre, so... It's a weird world we live in. You're in luck. Thank you for the money during the meantime, but you're out of luck on the Bumfuzzle podcast. Yeah, bye. Fuck you. Fuck you. All right, news. Mmm, Joey. News, baby. So I found these two articles, and one of them was just more of a philosophical thing that's been going on since the 80s. But the first thing I wanted to do is this is going to be one of those where I know it's going to be harder to go past the headline. But a Chinese toddler recently got a hold of his mother's phone, and he was trying to enter in her passcode. This is an iPhone. And every time you get it wrong... Apparently, it gets to a point where each time you get it wrong, it disables it for 25 minutes. He try, he pressed buttons so much that he locked her out of her phone for 47 years. Which is awesome. It's pretty great. So I actually... In, this article is fine. Like, that's obviously the context. You can't really talk to it in much detail. But I guess, Aaron Kirby, I guess I'll ask you, and I should have asked you this before, is was there a situation where, like, Obi or Dusty... Did something that just fuck shit up, but they're just too adorable to get mad at. <laughs> uh, yes, today I got a video from my wife, uh, who just literally just happened today. Uh, she came home when I was leaving for work. She works nights. She fell asleep, and then around four o'clock in the afternoon, I get a video from her. Uh, Obi had diarrhea all over our rug, 
uh, like all over it, shit all over it. Like, I mean, all over it. And he also got shit on the couch and shit on the floor. So what happened was he had diarrhea, but then he also shit some that got stuck in his hair, but she was asleep. And so it was stuck to his ass. So he was walking around while she was asleep for hours, sitting on things and walking around and getting diarrhea everywhere. So yes, I know what it's like to have someone ruin something for you because currently I think our rug is ruined. (laughs) I think it's completely ruined, but I do want to go in to this iPhone thing because this Chinese toddler, his name might be Aaron Kirby because this is one of my favorite pranks in the world to do to people is to lock them out of their phones. I absolutely love it. And one time there was a friend that my, uh, a friend of mine that was married to one of my friends. She left her, uh, blackberry. Is that what they are? Blueberries, blackberries is blackberry up on a bar. And she went to the bathroom and I so rapidly entered in the wrong password 20 times. They automatically reset your phone after 20 missed entries. I did not know that. So it wiped every contact and every photo from her phone. And this was before the cloud. So all of her shit was gone. And it was the best prank I've ever done. <laughs> it's the best. The best prank. Question is, how does how does this work? Because when I used to lock people out. Hold on. Hold your horses. Did you feel any remorse? A little. <laughs> how How pissed was she? She's pretty pissed, but she also like <laughs> married my friend after knowing him for two weeks because he was in the military. So that's kind of what you get, Crystal. Shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So she's insane. Anyways, oh, keep yeah, going. No, she's insane. Yeah. But when I used to do this to iPhones, maybe this is a new iPhone thing. It would, after like three tries, it would lock for a minute. Then after that minute went, if you did it again three times, it would lock for five minutes and then 10 minutes and mm-hmm. then 30 minutes. So how long did this kid have this phone? Like, how does this work? I mean, it had to be for a while, right? That's that's absolutely the truth. Um, but I will give the parent this. At least they weren't ignoring their kid by being on their phone, which I think says a lot. They were just like, here's my phone so I can go ignore you somewhere else. So I can Pretty much. on my iPad. <laughs> or so they could smoke, smoke meth. It's China. Everyone's doing it. I like the kid. I think he's got great gumption, and I think he's going places. Also, one of my favorite pranks of all time. Pretty good. I don't. Even, I didn't even think I knew you could do that. Oh, I knew. I knew. I knew that from probably like 2006 on. <laughs> I've known it for a long time. Great That's prank. That's good. That's good. Um, okay, so the next article is that Trump essentially had a number of people from the video game industry to the White House to talk about violent video games. Um, I don't know much about it other than he had guys from like, um, what is it, Bethesda. Uh, He had guys from Rockstar. Rockstar And he played a clip of like a bunch of violent video game highlights. Um, I wonder if it was all just like dead space. Like he went to YouTube and got the dead space, all the different ways you can die for 10 minutes. (laughs) I really like the idea of donald trump clicking through youtube picking his own clips be like which one violent video game death send like oh look at all these videos and every time he gets an ad he's like really upset he's like i'm the fucking president (laughs) i really like that 
And then tomorrow we're going to hear that he's going against YouTube ads because of his search for violent video game clips. <laughs> that would be my favorite thing if that was the outcome of this article. <laughs> but apparently he didn't come with a resolution of anything. He just showed the clip, so nothing really came of it. Um, so I don't expect there to be like a huge poll to do anything. But this is what I'm going to say about all this. Obviously, this is related to gun violence. I think that if you take an inanimate object like a video game or a gun and make that the singular response to an issue, that is dismissive. You're not encompassing the entire issue in itself. However, video games have more regulations on them than guns do. Guns, you have the capability to go get them without typically being able to have to go through a background check. There's some video games, and you can speak to this as a um, business-to-consumer employee in a video game store. You know, when I was a kid and I tried to buy, like, Doom or something, or, like, Duke Nukem, they would not sell me that shit. Am I, did you have similar experiences as an employee? Yeah, you c- couldn't sell maturity games, especially in Washington. It's a law. You can't sell maturity games to anyone under 17 without an ID. You have to ID them. In exactly. too, even to give away your video games, to trade them in, you do need to be over 16 to do it. Like, there's, there's a lot of regulations around video games. It's not like that all the way in the country, but in Washington, where you're at, it's the law. Yeah, and at least in that circumstance, like, can a parent go and get their kid a video game? Yeah, but at least their parents involved in their life, you know? Like, at least their parents, like, sure, you can do this, and they're making that conscious decision. Is it the best for everyone? No. But there's, like, zero studies that support that violent video games create violent behavior. Which I actually... Rec- do you see the Harvard one in the last couple of weeks? Is that no, please to? inform me. There's one recently where it's finally been, like, a large-scale study proving that it doesn't lead to anything. Because here's my thought, is mm-hmm. I've always thought that video games can lead to violence, but it's not the video games. It's the parents that don't differentiate like, hey, this is fantasy. This is reality. This is right. this is all make-believe. Because I've always thought that that's the reality of it is that people just can't separate it when they're really, really young. Like, for instance, me, I wasn't allowed to pay, play a maturity game until I was 18. They weren't allowed in my house. Grand Theft Auto, even after I was 18, wasn't allowed in my parents' house. I moved out when I was 18, so it wasn't like a big deal. But like one time, I borrowed Grand Theft Auto from my friend when I was, man, what grade was that? I was in the ninth grade. I was in the ninth grade. It was freshman year of high school. I borrowed Grand Theft Auto San Andreas from my friend Derek Best. And then one day I came home, and it was gone. And I knew my mom took it. But I couldn't confront her. Because she, I would get in trouble. I'd get grounded. <laughs> like she was waiting for me to say something. So then as a freshman in high school, I had to come up with like $30. Do you have any idea how hard it is to come up with $30 when you were 14 years old? Yeah. It's the worst. And I had to pay Derek back in full for the game. And it was even the hot coffee mod San Andreas game. The one that got recalled. Fun fact about that. I asked my mom about it when I was like 20. And then she went and got me the game and gave it back to me, <laughs> which is just the most mom thing you could possibly do. Yep. The yep. People, people got to regulate it, you know? I found yeah. a really great tweet uh, from some dude uh, who always responds to Trump's tweets. I actually don't like him, but this tweet is really interesting, if it's true. 
saying, as Trump blames violent video games for mass shootings, please see below. Video game sales per person per year in Japan is $96, while U.S. it is $63. So about a 50% increase. Gun deaths per 10 million people per year. In Japan, it's six. Six deaths per 10 million. In USA, it's 1,016, which is 179 times more than Japan. <laughs> which I is mean, 179,000 times more. I'm not sure the math on the percentages, but I think that's what it is. Yep. No, I'm with you on that. It's, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, yeah, so the, the it's so unfounded. And this is the other thing I wanted to say, and it's completely intangible and, and emotional and mushy. Video games are so good for kids because not every kid's athletic, not every kid's outgoing, and there's a lot of people that use video games to create bonds and then just to fill that void of just something entertaining. You know, it's also something for them to do. Coordination. Also yeah. reading. I have a guy that I work with and he's a big World of Warcraft dude, every groomsman in his party were people in his guild. And I know that's not like the coolest thing, but it kind of is in a way. Because if he didn't have that, you know, his wedding party or like the friends he had, he could just be a lonely guy, yeah. you know? Or he could have fake people that he didn't want there because he wasn't that close, but he was pressured to do that. But now he found his closest friends in the world via some internet medium. Doesn't matter what it is. He found it via video games. Exactly. And you can't sit here and tell me that people being pieces of shit are only because they're anonymous online. That's the one thing about the internet that I just disagree with. I think people will find ways to be pieces of shit if they want to. Yeah. I agree. Mm -hmm. I think some of the best relationships are met through the internet. It's It's a whole new way. No doubt about it. Do you want to know how me and Jimmy Nips became friends? Yes, of course. So Jimmy Nips was a uh, store manager at GameStop when I think he was in New Jersey at the time. And I was on GameStop TV. And so one time I used to always go by Kirby, not Aaron Kirby, nothing. I just it was always Kirby from GameStop TV. Mm-hmm. But one time I said my name, my full name, and I didn't underst- I didn't realize it. And then when I was, it was like a month later, I was in the store and it was the first day the new thing was running. I was like stacking games and I hear myself call myself Aaron Kirby. And on break, I had like over a hundred Facebook friend requests because it was everybody in GameStop heard all that. So they all sent me friend requests and I just accepted them all. And then I would chat with anybody who wanted to chat. And then I actually met Jimmy Nips through that. And I liked him because he had the, this God of War thing where he drew mm-hmm. on abs and it was like saran wrap around his whole body and it was for the God of War 3 release. So then we just started chatting through that and now he's one of my very good friends. Internet's awesome. weird, dude. It's a really In- weird place. Internet is weird. Internet's the internet super is weird. weird. One of my good friends and uh, that I played, I actually met him through the Mighty Squad, which is the DJ Discord where you can play games. Um... His name is Kyle, but I call him Knees because his screen name's like Keekness. And then someone actually called him Knees Knees. So I was like, oh, you're just Knees forever. That's how that works. Um, mm-hmm. But we got along real good. Like, I always check in with him. And, like, he, I consider him a dear friend. And, like, he's actually in uh, ABA therapy and, like, works with autistic kids. So it's like we got along, like, real quick. That's awesome. Um, yeah. And he's also an LSU alumni, so we can talk college football a lot, which is fun. Video so. games br- make the world go round. 
And yeah. if you got a problem with it, I got two words for Suck. it. Suck. Well. Eat shit. Eat a bowl of it. <laughs> no, no, and if you two words for you. Boom, baby. Boom, baby, for sure. All right. This is the part of the entire show that I think we've both been waiting for. Listen up, it's time for sports. This shit's recorded. How else are you supposed to know that this shit's important? I'm watching the clock. I'm watching the clock right now because you said you had a heart out. And we only You're good. We're almost there. So let's get into yeah, it. So you, minutes, you, baby. you come in your pants and then I'm going to fucking get, I'm going to break the fucking news. Guys, Ichiro's back. Ichiro Suzuki <laughs> is back with the Seattle Mariners. And I don't give a fuck what you think about it. It's the best <laughs> thing that's happened to the Seattle Mariners since they got Ichiro. It's the most wonderful thing that's ever happened to me. And if you think he's fucking overpaid, he's not. He's getting league minimum possibly with fucking incentives and he's the best and he's going to be a fourth outfielder and he probably won't even be on this team by the time June comes around, but he's fucking back, baby, and I can't wait to watch that sweet, sexy Japanese but run around this fucking diamond and seeing him stretch in the outfield. I can't fucking wait to see him throw darts from the outfield. I can't wait to see him slap bunts down. I can't wait to see him run out of the box when he misses it on a strike one. Oh, I can't fucking wait. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> can't fucking wait. <laughs> also, since Ichiro left, we redid the letterings on the jerseys, so your old Ichiro jerseys look like shit compared to the new ones that you could be buying at www.mariners.com. That's true. They did. They, really they did. went from the they went from the um, interior white. Yeah, they, they went from the interior white right single strip to the individuals. Right? Isn't mm-hmm. that how they did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's more flush looking. Somebody look- uh, on Twitter sent me a very grainy picture of Ichiro at spring training today, and it got me hard as a fucking rock. I'm so happy he's back. I like that. I like that he's in local media again because since we get so much exposure to um, clubhouse shenanigans, and I've always heard Ichiro is just like the funniest dry humor fucking guy ever. So I can't wait to hear those stories. I actually saw uh, Evan Morrison sent me a video on Instagram. I'll send your way where it was Ichiro meeting Michael Jordan before he came to America, and he was so fucking excited to meet Michael Jordan. It's a very cool video. Nice. I'm into it. He's the best. Other than that, uh, free agency and and team strategy in the NFL is picking up and to keep it local. The Seahawks uh, have essentially gutted their team, or they're planning on it. Michael Bennett is now with the Philadelphia Eagles. There's plenty of rumors of Richard Sherman being cut from the team. And my understanding from Mike Silver is that everyone is on the trading block other than Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner. The one thing I'll say about this is that Earl Thomas is a once-in-a-lifetime player, and I hate that this is even being talked about, and the idea of building an offense around Russell Wilson makes me super fucking nervous. So not to be the Mr. Pessimist, but it's going to be a long 2018 for Seattle sports. It's going to be a very interesting (laughs) offseason. Yeah. when I was researching the Richard Sherman thing, because Jeremy Lane tweeted saying that he pretty much said goodbye, it was boom, mm-hmm. Michael Bennett got traded. And then I went into severe anger because he got traded for a fifth round pick and a throwaway wide receiver. And the Tampa Bay Buccaneers could have definitely given them a shitty receiver and a shitty pick for the fucking most, one of the most disruptive 
linemen in all of the NFL. Very upset about it. So with that, I talk to you, Jason Light. Will you trade for Earl Thomas and bring him to the Bay? Will he fire them cannons with us? I want him. I need him. I can't wait to see what the Seahawks do because you have question marks around. You could be losing Richard Sherman. Right now, it seems like you've lost Richard Sherman and uh, Michael Bennett. There's questions around Cam Chancellor and Cliff Averill, and they might trade Earl Thomas. That's a pretty fucking wild offseason. It's bananas. Do you think it's as bad as the San Francisco 49ers offseason they had a few years ago where they lost everybody? <sighs> that was interesting, right? Because a lot of those guys retired. So that was that was kind of different. Yeah, it was different, but they retired. I honestly thought Richard Sherman was going to be retired. We talked about this at length. Yeah, I actually think that that's still a possibility. Patrick Willis is the one who retired. And then uh, Chris Borland retired after almost winning Rookie of the Year. Yeah, and if you guys haven't, go listen to the NFL Ringer podcast of Chris Borland, and it's good. It's really, really good. The Rams have not only traded for Marcus Peters last week, but they just traded for Aqib Tlaib this week. Did that happen? That happened right before the podcast. I was wondering why you added them. Okay, yeah. What the fuck, dude? That's badass. So they have a badass secondary, because didn't they get the other dude, too? Uh, well, they franchised that safety joiner, but then they're letting Tremaine Johnson walk. What's the other dude? Who's the other dude? They all, they also aren't franchising Sammy Watkins. There's, it's interesting because Allen Robinson isn't getting franchised. So the Jaguars essentially chose to pay Blake Bortles over Allen Robinson, which is very interesting because Allen Robinson's the best receiver on the free agent market right now. <laughs> he is. He is. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know about the equipped or a Talib Talib thing. That's Aqib. like, his name's a He was a keep Talib. That's amazing. He was drafted. God, dude, it's weird. As I get older, I am a Seahawks fan. I will always have an emotional tie there, but I definitely am curious. I definitely can appreciate other teams more. Does that make sense? Another thing happened in baseball. What? Uh, Mike Moustakis signed with the Royals. Listen to this. For one year, $6.5 million. <laughs> what are you... Okay, oh wait, here we go. The contract also... That is fucking... Re- the contract also includes a mutual second-year option for 15 mil or $1 million buyout. If the option gets picked up, that would bring the deal total to $22.7 million over two years. That makes more sense, except he turned down a $17.4 million qualifying offer. So he just took $11 million less than he could have if he signed that offer. Man, it's been a weird offseason in baseball. Yeah, I don't get it. I feel like there's like new models that are being used by analytics departments that uh, we just don't know about yet. <laughs> there's got to be something going on. Moose is a good player. He's not bad on D. He yeah. strikes out a lot, but he's worth more than $6.5 million. I I'm would, always I would have dragged my nuts to ha- through shards of broken glass just to get that guy at $6.5 million. Yeah, he must love Kansas City. Moose. I look back at that team often. I'm like, how the fuck were they so good? Like, they basically railroaded the Mets yeah, in that World Series. That's for sure. They just figured it out. Yeah. And then it was just like, nah, we're not going to make the playoffs anymore. We're good. <laughs> Everything went right 
and then they tore it all down or let, yeah. it, let it tear itself down, I guess. They didn't really tear anything down because they didn't do a ton of trades. You want to talk yep. about some sweepstakes? You want to talk about some content? I'm so excited about Take this. Take it, baby. Okay. So we have an announcement. We are having a contest. And this contest is pretty simple. To enter the contest, all you need to do is send a text to a friend, assuming that they listen to Bumfuzzle, screenshot it, they heard the same podcast and they've been listening right. to this podcast along with you yep. and you guys talk about it every week. Screenshot it and send it to us and you just do it to three people and make sure that you show their responses in your screen capture. So an example is like me texting a random friend and going, man, that bum fuzzle episode got me rolling. And then them going, what the fuck are you saying to me right now? <laughs> like, I couldn't believe what went down on the bum fuzzle pod last week. Exactly. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yes. So you do that to three different friends, and the winner will be chosen by ra- uh, be chosen randomly. And then once the winner is decided, they will be on the episode with us next week. And I'm actually going to take it a step further, Aaron Kirby. So you can sit in on the entire episode. Whole I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna green light that. You can be on the whole thing. But in the sports section. There is a next contest which you entered into, and this is where it gets good. Aaron Kirby and I have done this thing where we do a dinger contest, and what dinger. it is is he, myself, and a third party will pick, will draft players in the Mariners starting lineup, and the first one to hit a home run wins the contest. So you have a 33% chance of winning that contest. Mm-hmm. And if you win it, Aaron and I will buy you a video game. That's true. And I think that's pretty sweet. You know what? Since you went a little rogue, uh, we are going to be doing a prop bet a podcast. A fun, silly, dumb prop bet podcast. Like, for instance, like saying I would like to bet that at one point Ichiro will pitch for the Mariners before the year ends. Stuff like that. Stuff that's weird and off the wall. And if you do come and join this podcast with us next week, we will allow you to make two prop bets that we will talk about on the podcast as well. Boom, baby. Boom, baby. That's All right. That's going to be a goodie. That's going to be a goodie. So tweet them to at bumfuzzlepod or send them to the email, which is, this is where you say it because I forget. Bumfuzzlepodcast at gmail.com. And we will pick a winner. And I and how it's going to be measured is giggles. I can assure you that. Yes, it's 100% yeah. giggles. And so honestly, it's probably going to take one. But it's it takes eligible to be three. But if you have two shit ones and one phenomenal one, We're going your chances it. are just as good. In, <laughs> in baseball, that is an all-star batting average. And we're going to take Well put. It. Well put. All right. I put so things let's... good. I don't put things well. I put things good. <laughs> good put. Thank you. So we'll go ahead and wrap this baby up. We got a question from Alex in Georgia. And the question is, Aaron Kirby, what is your least favorite workout? Push-ups. Really? I fucking hate them, dude. I've never been good at them. And I have a kind of a bad shoulder on my mm-hmm. right side. And so I just, I hate push-ups. Yeah. I've just never been, I've just, I, I feel awkward with them. I fart constantly when I'm doing them. It's just annoying. I also... I like chin-ups and pull-ups more than push-ups. I can't mm-hmm. I can't do a whole lot of either, to be honest with you. But even when I was at my most physically fit, I could not do push-ups. 
just can't do it. Interesting. Can I hate yoga? I don't hate yoga. I'm just not flexible. Like I can't touch my toes. That's why you should do yoga. But it but it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. You could just stretch and try to touch your toes once a day every day and in 2 weeks you'll touch your toes. I know. I just need to start doing deep <laughs> stretches. Yeah. I need to I need to do that because I it's it's important to be limber, but I just don't put any effort there. I put no so anytime I start seriously working out when I go through phases, I stretch a lot and then I'm like, god damn, I get so flexible like very quickly. But I also go right back to being the most unflexible motherfucker in the world <laughs> when I take time yeah. off. Like I haven't yeah. really worked out much in the last six weeks and I hate it. And I know the moment I'm going to try and touch my toes, or I'm going to like foam roll my back or I'm going to fucking run. It's going to just be the absolute worst. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. What's Thank your you fav- so- side? What's your favorite workout? Which what, what's ones you really like? Maybe it's a machine. Maybe it's a certain thing you do. Maybe it's because you like it or maybe because you're really good at it. What do you like? Um, I definitely like, hold on one second. I definitely like, uh, probably like doing, uh, free weights in like a bench free weight where I'm pushing it up. I also like declined bench presses. So like I'm at an angle facing down and pushing up. And the reason I like that is because it makes my chest look good when I'm done. (laughs) Yeah. Can you do the booby flex? No, no, no. I can't do that. But I just, I like those ones. And I feel like that in squats, I maximize my return. Nice. I like squats a lot. Big fan of squats. I do like running. I like running. It's just I can't do it very often because I have pronation in my left foot, which means I have a flat arch. So it fucking hurts my knee. I like doing high resistance, like elliptical work more than I like a treadmill because my ankle hurts. Why my yeah. ankle hurt? I don't know why my ankle hurt, but it hurts. And I also don't like running uh, just for the sake of running, but like a high resistance, like not like a just get on the elliptical and run, but like you turn that bitch all the way to the top and you just sludge through it. I like that a lot. Boom. Beautiful. Boom. Don't forget to email us homework ideas, questions. Also, any ads out there, bumfuzzlepodcast at gmail.com or tweet us. You can DM us. My DMs are open. Slide on in. I can't. Can't wait for the contest entries and can't wait to be able to talk to one of you in person. It's going to be awesome. Mm-hmm. If you guys have any questions about the contest, any clarification, tweet at us, email at us. We'll be good. We'll be good to Beautiful. go. Oh, also, before we go, I ripped a fart in front of my boss today uh, while in the middle of talking and it just sounded like I just ripped leather. <laughs> what do they say? They started laughing. And then I just pretended like it didn't happen. And then they yelled at me for pretending like it didn't happen. And then I said, my wife doesn't believe me when I say I just fart randomly. (laughs) And you're proof that it's true. (laughs) Because you're the last person I'd want to fart in front of. Tracy. (laughs) That'll do it. Talking, see you next time for the chicken time of talking. No more chatting, no more talking, see you next time for the chicken time of talking. No more chatting, no more talking, see you next time for the chicken time of talking. No more chatting, no more talking, see you next time for the chicken time of talking. No more chatting, no